It's 835. Welcome back to Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch alongside Tom Ackerman. And last week we took time with our next guest to analyze the latest Republican debate between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley before the Iowa caucus. Well, that caucus is here tonight. And Professor John Shaw, the Paul Simon Public Policy Institute director at Southern Illinois University Carbondale, joins us once again on the phone. Good morning. Good morning, Megan. So let's start off with just kind of a primer for all of our listeners about how these caucuses actually work. Well, they're, they're more complicated than primaries. But in Iowa, what will happen today is Republicans will gather in about 1,700 uh, caucus venues. And the process is the uh, uh, there's a little bit of uh, business that's transpired. And then the uh, spokespeople for each of the major candidates are given a short period of time to kind of make a case for their candidates. And then the, uh, the, the people who attend the caucus cast uh, uh, votes, secret votes, and these votes are calculated. And uh, sometime tonight we'll have a pretty good sense of, uh, we'll know actually who uh, who won the Iowa caucus. I say that a little bit more clearly than uh, history suggests, because in past cycles, I mean, the, uh, the, the the voting has been complicated, and it's actually been days since the uh, the results were clear. But I think we're we're pretty certain that um, the results for the Republican caucus in Iowa will be quite clear this evening. But it hasn't always been an accurate prediction for election outcome, has it, John? It really hasn't. I mean, it, it, it has a mixed record. I mean, first of all, everyone, it, it starts the, the political year, and lots of energy is focused on Iowa, and lots of money. I was reading were over $100 million in campaign ads uh, of various types have been purchased in Iowa. I mean, that's an enormous amount. Only, I think, about $300 million has been sent officially, and about a third of that is in Iowa. So, you know, the political establishment, the political world is looking at Iowa, but it's had a very mixed record. I mean, it's catapulted the candidacies of Barack Obama and Jimmy Carter. Um, it's, it's, uh, but it's also, you know, uh, launched the, quote, candidacies of Ted Cruz and uh, Mike Huckabee and uh, Rick Santorum that did not go very far. So it has a real mixed record of, of predicting who actually will become the next president of the United States. John, I was reading an interesting article today that was talking about the rural voters in Iowa versus some of the suburban voters and, um, you know, folks that are working for Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis in particular are trying to reach some of those suburban voters, um, maybe to try to pull the numbers for Donald Trump down. Yeah, I think that's the key. I mean, the the, the conservative uh, section of the Republican uh, base is, has been pretty much locked up by Donald Trump. I mean, they you know, they, you know, his legal travails, um, you know, his continually kind of bizarre comments, um, you know, do not deter them whatsoever. I mean, so the, the, the really hardcore MAGA vote is locked in on Trump. But there are other votes, uh, Republican votes that seem to be in play in both DeSantis and Haley are scrambling to get them. And as we talked about last week, it seems like it's clearly a battle for second place. I think Nikki Haley believes that if she could somehow slip in and get second place, it could catapult her to uh, an even stronger position in New Hampshire next week, whereas DeSantis has put a lot of money and resources and time into Iowa. At one point, he was predicting victory. So for him to fall to third would be pretty darn difficult for his campaign to recover recover from. John, let's peek ahead. What is New Hampshire? To explain that one, is that is upcoming. 
That's a more conventional primary. That's next week. And in it, uh, Nikki Haley has been in uh, second place and actually within striking distance of Donald Trump, just five, six, seven points behind. So her thought was if she could do well in Iowa, you know, claim a, a momentum that she would be in a position to possibly even win New Hampshire. On the one hand, that would kind of change the political narrative to some extent. And there's about a month until the next really big primary in South Carolina. So she would have there would be about a month in which she could be bragging about having defeated Donald Trump one on one in uh, in New Hampshire, effectively one on one. So uh, it could be big and it could be that by. Um, it could be by tonight that this race is effectively between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, um, which she would love. I mean, Trump has been very lucky politically over the years never to really have a lot, have a one-on-one contest. He's been advantaged by crowded Republican primaries. So I'm sure Haley thinks there is at least a chance that she could have a one-on-one battle with Donald Trump that she could uh, at least have a shot at it. With the weather, there have been a lot of concerns expressed about low turnout, however, and that how that could Im- impact things. Certainly, yeah. I mean, it's 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 going to be brutally cold in Iowa. I mean, uh, Iowans uh, are pretty formidable, uh, st- uh, hardworking uh, people who are not uh, particularly daunted by difficult weather. But still, when you're talking, you know, uh, wind chills of you know ten, twenty below zero. I mean, it's it's you know when it's a close call about whether you stay home or go out. I mean, it it, it certainly sort of encourages you to stay home. So turnout is going to be huge, and uh, it seems like Donald Trump's voters tend to be more committed and more uh, more certain that they will vote. So that, I think that's one thing that both uh, Haley and DeSantis worry about, that their voters might be a little softer and more inclined to stay home if the weather is, you know, as bad as many are predicting. We love having John Shaw on the show. He is the Paul Simon Public Policy Institute Director, Southern Illinois University in Carbondale. Thanks for the Iowa caucus update. We'll keep in touch with you on this election campaign. Look forward to it. Thank you so much.